As they moved around, they would pitch a tent in the wilderness and, and God lived in the tent. God pitches a tent. You love camping? You go camping, remember that God's got a tent there too. God pitched a tent. I love that. I also like the way Eugene Peterson describes it. Jesus moves into the neighborhood. God incarnate, Jesus moves into the neighborhood. He's your neighbor. I'm thinking Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to be my neighbor? Incarnation. Jesus moves into the neighborhood. And the word became flesh and lived among us. His life, his life, not just his birth, not just his death and resurrection ascension, his life is light to the world. His life his life is light to the world, and that light shines into the darkness, no matter what that darkness might be. No matter how dark it is, no matter how lost it seems, that light shines into that darkness. And it doesn't matter how bad it is, that darkness does not overcome the light. What a wonderful, hopeful thing to know that no matter how much we worry, how fearful we might be, how much our hopes have been dashed, that that light of Christ shown in his life is a light that shines into whatever darkness it is and shows us the way to the Father. Wonderful. Anybody worry about anything? <laughs> Any troubles? <laughs> Hope's a little bit kind of shaky for some things. Troubles with family members. Anything you worry about, your health, the health of a child, your future, the future of our country. Okay? Where's all this going? Got any worries? The light of Christ. The promise of God. That the light that shines into the darkness that comes into those dark places will redeem us, will overcome the darkness. Um, I, was, I was sitting at my dining room table and I was kind of, okay, I admit it, I was worried. <laughs> <laughs> Who you worry, Bill? <laughs> why sure, okay, why sure. Just kind of going through a lot of things that, that were weighing on me, wondering about, you know, the church and, you know, and, and all the people and all the various things that, you know, that beset the children of God and just kind of feeling the weight of all that. And concerned about my children's future. And thinking about the labor market for them and, and the expense of trying to buy a home and whether they're going to have any benefits in any of the jobs they ever have. Will they have any of that? Will they have any sense of security and stability? And if they don't have that, what's the future of the church? And so I'm, I'm thinking about all these things, and yeah, there's, there's worry in that. And I'm wondering what to do. And then I felt this presence. You ever feel like there's somebody in the room with you? 
And they turn around and somebody's actually there. <laughs> you hope you weren't doing something that you got to kind of explain or be embarrassed about, you know, but, you know, somebody's actually there. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about all these things and, and I feel this presence and I turn around and it's Jesus. Jesus, right there in my, in my house. I'm a little surprised. I think he might have been surprised or surprised. He, you know, freaks. I'm not expecting this kind of thing. <laughs> Man, check him out at first to make sure it was really him. He had the long hair. <laughs> he did. I coveted his hair, I told him. <laughs> he forgave me. <laughs> he had a beard. <clears throat> he had a long, seamless white robe, just like the story tells us. Great. Sandals. Had the little glow thing around his head going on. <laughs> right? Holiness. Right? I got all that. But you know, I needed some, I needed some greater confirmation, so I had to look out the driveway. And sure enough, VW Microbus. <laughs> Just like I knew he would drive there's a surfboard in the rack. <laughs> and the thing that really sold me were the two bumper stickers that were on the back. One said, Honk if you love me. <laughs> the other one said, I am my co-pilot. <laughs> <laughs> having confirmed all that having confirmed all that like it's really him but my first thought why is he here and then the dread is because I've done something wrong but I've done something wrong and it's so terrible that he had to actually show, tell me how bad it was. If I failed him. I mean, not doing the right thing with this church he's given me. Have I failed So, in all that kind of worrying about all this other stuff, I had something new to worry about. Even more. See how bad it can get? How bad it can get. And so, um, I asked them, why are you here? I mean, you know, I, I, I know you're everywhere. I know your spirit's everywhere, but, you know, it's not every day, Lord, that you kind of just pop in. You haven't done this for a while. i that story for another time, but you haven't done this for a while. What, why are you here? And he didn't give me an answer. But he said, let's go for Well, we live in Hayesville, of course, right? Why not? It's beautiful. So I went for a walk with the Lord. And I thought, what a great opportunity. Because here is the creator of all. Here's the source of all knowledge. Here is the life and the light. And all these things that weigh on me about the direction of the church, what to do about whatever. I've got the ultimate authority and godly counsel. Forget the bishops, right? I got, I got Jesus now. Give me your godly counsel. And I can ask all these questions and I get all the perfect answers, right? And so we're walking along and, and then I, I, I decide, okay, well, um, he's not saying much, so um, let, me, let me ask him a question. Let me ask him a question. 
And so I start kind of fumbling with, you know, well, Lord, I've, I've, been, I've been thinking about and, 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 and I'm a bit concerned about and I'm, I'm wondering if you could tell me. And as I am trying to get these words out and kind of stumbling through it, he puts his finger to his lips and he goes, shh. He shushes me. Okay, I can take that with you. <laughs> Be quiet. And he says, can you hear that? And the more I listened, it was like, I think he's, yeah, I do hear you. You see, through the, the trees and the, the autumn leaves, it was fall at the time and all the colors and all that, through all of that, all that beauty, there was a creek. Don't we have wonderful creeks? Right? And all the nice sound of the rushing, living water. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do you hear that water? And we just stood there and took it all in. And he, and he looked at me and he goes, isn't that beautiful? I would ask him these questions. He's talking about the water. Do you hear that? I'm like, yeah, I, I do. Isn't that beautiful? <coughs> I mean, what can you say? <laughs> you going to argue with them? Yes, Lord, that is, that is beautiful. And we started walking some more. <coughs> and, you know, there's this... this other thing I want to talk to them about. Been struggling in my prayer life. And I wanted his help, his direction. So I thought, you know, prayer life, that'd be really good. Help me talk with him better. Help me hear him better. So I started saying, Lord, I've been, I've been wondering. I've been trying to do something about my prayer life. It seems to be just really dry, and I, I can't get the discipline that I'd like to have. And, and I ordered this book off Amazon. You know about Amazon? You know about Amazon Prime? <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like your Eucharist free of charge. <laughs> and, and I'm wondering if you could, and, and he came up and he, and he put his arm around. And, and when he did that, I just was caught in mid-sentence and, and I just got quiet again. He says, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And so I listened. And I heard the sound of children playing. <clears throat> they were somewhere in the woods. You could hear them trampling around. They were laughing and giggling and building a treehouse or something, but just having a grand, grand time. Yes, Lord, I, I, do, I do hear that. He says, isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? And, and I was a little bit irritated, like he thought that I didn't love children or something, because I really want to tell him, yeah, of course I think that's wonderful. I love children, too. But I just said, yes, yes, Lord, that, that is. <coughs> I started getting concerned, though, because I had all these questions that I wanted his answers to, and he wasn't letting me ask those questions. It just wasn't going anywhere. And so my worry and my anxiety and all this keeps going up. And so finally I think, okay, now's my chance. See, maybe this is the way I will talk with him. Let me get him to talk about something he's interested in, and then I can slip my own question in. <laughs> so 
I decided to talk with him about religion. <laughs> Lord, your church, it is so fragmented. And brothers and sisters disagree with each other and condemn each other. And I'm concerned about the future of, and he put his hand on my shoulder. He interrupted me again. And then he reaches down and he picks up some rocks. And he's like tossing them in his hand. I'm watching this and he goes, I bet you can't hit that telephone pole. <laughs> and I'm going, really? From the second person of the Trinity? I think talking about the church and religion would be something high on his list. He wants to throw rocks at a telephone pole. So I thought, well, he is the Lord of all. I should play along. So he took a rock and he threw it at the telephone pole, and guess what? He missed. <laughs> he missed. Couldn't believe it, he missed. So then I took one and threw it, and I, I hit the pole. And he looked at me and smiled through that great beard and that great smile. He goes, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. We eventually made it all the way around and back to my house. And I hoped that maybe he would come in. He could finally deal with all those anxieties that I had. All the things I carry around that I just wanted him to kind of make better and make go away. But he got in his VW bus. He did that instead. Then he just smiled at me and his eyes got really bright. He said, you work too hard. You work too worry too much. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory as a father's only son, full of grace, full of grace and truth. And he doesn't want us to worry so he doesn't want us to work so damn hard. Merry Christmas.